0: so hey everyone thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today my name is Francis and I'm an automotive analyst and uh, automotive news editor so I live and breathe in the world of cars and uh, uh, I'm here going to be sharing some of my insights on the the newly launched cars in the world and uh, locally in the country that I live in that is India so Uh, Let's get started and uh, the topic that I have chosen for today is the 2022 C63 which uh, some of you might have heard of Uh, and it's going to be launched uh, in a few months and uh, it's going to go uh, from the legendary V8 not the 6.2 but the 4 liter to uh, 4 cylinder that's going to be borrowed from the A45 AMG as uh, some of you guys know, now uh, for me, uh, looking at what Mercedes has done, like uh, it's a huge no go for me. Even though I know that uh, the A45, like the engine used in the A45, is a very capable engine, you know, 421 um, PS. But uh, uh, putting it into something like a C63, I mean, just feels uh, sacrilegious for me and uh, yeah it's it's a, it's a huge no go for me i mean uh, yeah i mean we know that uh, it's going to be capable of uh, of a lot of things you know a lot of new technology but my question to mercedes is uh, is this necessary i mean they are bragging about uh... Like uh, uh, trying to introduce F1 technology into into the new C63 and like all the new cars that, that's going to come out, and uh, uh, it's there's going to be a partial uh, a partial electrification and uh, and all sorts of uh, hybrid stuff as they call it. But uh, knowing how the future is going to be, like you know, uh, in the UK now that they're going to stop selling uh, internal combustion Engine cars from 2030, and while you know that this is going to be um, like your swan song, so to speak, I mean, like, why, why would you not go out and you know in the best way possible, and you know, like, in the biggest, baddest, brassest way possible? I mean, it feels a bit sad. I mean, uh, if if I were Mercedes, I mean, if this was like my last swan song, I would have build a baddest VA that was there you know until I like had to uh, go on to that full electric thing Like, I mean yeah uh, there are stricter emission norms in t- t- today's times and all those sort of things which I totally understand but uh, you know like uh, a lot of people from the automotive industry will say like uh, downsizing you know like, or, like brings down the emissions and you know. all my question is is it really I mean, if that was the case, then why has Porsche gone from making, uh, gone back to doing, uh, six cylinders from four cylinders? I mean, like, they saw it, like, uh, that the four, the four pot bangers are not, uh, that uh, efficient and not that, you know, saving the environment, you know, like the new 718s have gone back to the flat sixes, so, and, uh, yeah i mean like trying to bank on that excuse saying like you know it's about being more efficient and thinking about the environment when it's not gonna change when it's not gonna do a whole lot good i mean why wouldn't you go out with the biggest bang possible i mean like uh, if you look at bmw like uh, mercedes uh, biggest arrival uh, uh, together with audi you know, they they brought out the new M3 and the, and the M4, and they stuck with their six cylinders. I mean, no electrification whatsoever. I mean, the, what they have done is like you know, they have brought out the rear-wheel drive version, and the, and the next thing that they're going to do is going to bring the four-wheel drive. I mean, that's that's acceptable by me, but I mean, um, Mercedes going with a 4 part banger together with some electrification. I mean, just uh, does not. Does not sit well with me. I mean, I would like for them to stick on with the V8, just like uh, BMW stuck on with their uh, capable six cylinder. I mean, yeah, we all know that the next M3 that's coming out is definitely going el- like fully electric, probably. So, I mean, they are still sticking on to the purest for as long as they possibly can. I mean, yeah, I yeah, I'm not saying that the that the car will not be capable. I'm and I'm pretty sure that it's gonna dethrone the recently launched M3. I'm very sure about that. But I mean, yeah, it just it just doesn't feel right. I mean, buying uh, the top of the range car. I mean, the C63. You know, it has always had the V8. You know, was the one of the best. You know. Uh, even with the C63 black series that they had in, uh, the black series uh, of course goes away to a few mercs and then to go on to making something so legendary to something so something that feels puny I mean yeah sure like like I said like the new 6 the new 63 will be very capable of with all the electrification and they'll have a lot of justification to say like they've put F1 technology and and uh, you know it makes uh, the standalone engine apparently is going to make 440 horsepower and then with the set of batteries it's going to be pushing 500 plus and then with some 20 second overboost it's going to be pushing about 600 plus something like that i mean all sounds nice but i mean do we really need f1 technology on the roads i mean like do we have the place to use them apart from germany or some highways where the cops on hiding behind a tree probably and just uh, yeah I mean doesn't feel necessary okay yeah I do I understand when you when you have a formula one team and then you wanna brag about you know putting the technology from there into a road going up but my question is where are you gonna use it I mean and and does a normal person like really need F1 technology in his hands I mean like what are they trying to prove I mean you like they could have just uh, mm, you know made the made the V8 push that 600 power by its own I mean just a stage 1 or a stage 2 tune like from AMG themselves would have been more than a, more than sufficient in my opinion I mean they didn't need to uh, break their head so much you know with all the technology and all that and just making things more complicated and if they say like you know it's gonna be more powerful and you know it's gonna be lighter, if they brag about the four cylinder being lighter than the V I mean you have just stacked a couple of batteries in there which is going to pump up the weight again so you know if the previous car was like oh, weighed about like 1.9 tons and then with the with the new force uh, with the new four cylinder you' you're, you're gonna bring down the weight to say maybe 1.7 tons with so putting that battery pack in there is just gonna push the tip to scales again to maybe two tons or something because battery packs as we know are pretty damn heavy. So, I don't know what, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that they're trying to brag about their F1 technology and all that and they're gonna, that's their USP when it comes to like selling off the new C63. Like, they're gonna be driving something that's F1 inspired and, and all those sorts of, uh, sales gimmicks but, I am definitely gonna miss the, the older V8 that, you know, that was there i you know, like, uh, Sadly, it's not not the six point two, but even the the four the four liters was like that was still something for me. I mean, I would have loved if Mercedes would have gone out with a big bang and with this with this new four banger, they they definitely aren't doing that for me at least. Even though the car might be very capable and maybe the fastest C sixty three that they they have ever made, but I mean, come on, if somebody has the older C sixty three and you know. Tune it up for a couple of, uh, couple of grand, and yeah, you'll be pushing out the same amount. I mean, I mean, yeah. If it's like the new C63 or the old C63 in terms of engine, I'm definitely going for the V8. Yeah, but uh, even in terms of aesthetics, I mean, yeah, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But I'd still go in for some of the older like the older versions and you know, the newer versions just look more polished and aggressive I mean like what's what's with the world what's up with the world being all like ag- like aggressive what what happened to something that looks sharp but you know just looks good I mean everything is so polished and luxurious now I mean if you're building a, a building a fast car or something you know that you take to a track you know, what's it about being like like, uh, like uber, luxurious and all that sort of things. I really don't get that part. I know that you're trying like I know that companies want to brag about the latest inventions that you want to offer and throw in the best technology. and all but the question is do we really need such complications in life? You know, Why can't life just be simple you know just a good plain old V8 drive to the back in the body of a sedan or an estate That would have just been it. I mean if you would ask me to pick like something between like uh, you know the 3 giants like uh, in this particular segment the C63, the new M3 and the RS4. I mean I'm definitely an an estate guy so I'll be going towards the RS4 Avant. But if you really had to like throw it down between like the upcoming C63 and the all new M3. Even with that hideous-looking uh, M3 grill up front, I mean, I would still pop my ass on the seat of an M3 and just like forget about how how stupid it looks from the front and drive to drive till I shed all the tires up and be happy that I still have a straight six and you no, know, there's no replacement for the depla- uh, for displacement. And with that, I wrap up today's podcast and yes I will be bringing you guys more insights on what I think of the cars of today's world and how do they compare to the cars of the older generations and uh, yes I hope you will enjoy this podcast to, to like let me know and my huge shout out to Sham for helping me uh, up with this and I will be seeing you guys soon enough thank you and yeah ciao see you all later